Hello, everybody. This is David opposing the Matrix. How are Brian? How are you, buddy? I'm good. Hi, everybody. Good evening. It's good to see your face again. You too. <laughs> evening, morning, afternoon. Morning. <laughs> Depends where you're at. You know, on the internet. That's right. That's right. And we're getting out to quite a few people now. You know, uh, uh, Twitch is really starting to pick up a little bit, and um, and the other formats that we have too, because we're live on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I think that makes us live on um, Getter, too. Mm-hmm. They set that up. So anyway, yeah, good times. That's great. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, hey, one, one interesting thing that happened, and tell me if you can figure out how, how this happened. <clears throat> Before the um, the Ukraine attack by the Russians, um, I ordered Barbara a ring, and it's kind of like styled like an old Soviet ring. Mm-hmm. Um, really ornate <clears throat> and it has, um, what's that stone, babe? Oh, she can't hear me. <laughs> she got earplugs in. It's got an, a really neat stone. And anyway, uh, it was pretty cheap. So, uh, and it was from Ukraine. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and the minute that the Russians went in there, I went, well, we might as well kiss that money goodbye. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> and I got noticed today that it's in the United States. I don't know how they got it out of Ukraine or or what, but um, it's in the United States and it's on its way here. So it's that's bizarre. Yeah, that's weird. How that yeah. work? I have no idea. I really wow. don't. <laughs> Unless you know they're really really kicking Russian butt, getting them out of there. You know, and yeah, and uh, the channels are open to get because I think it was coming from um, Kiev. So wow, I know that's <laughs> weird. Yeah, really maybe it f- flew upon the wings of eagles to get here or something, mm-hmm. <laughs> or a or a seven forty seven. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so tonight uh, we're going to be talking about uh, an overview of the current affairs in in, in uh, I almost said Iran, uh, Ukraine, the war situation that's going on over there, and. Um, mm-hmm. Brian, you've been really astute looking things up, so that might be your area of expertise tonight. And um, yeah, hold on a second there. There we yeah. go. I lost you there for a second. I had a window pop up. Uh oh. So it's gone. Go oh, ahead, okay, Dave. that's good. <laughs> well, what's um, my area of expertise? Uh, well, the current Ukraine situation, the war, because mm-hmm. you've been, I think, researching it more than I have. And I'd like to, you know, I mean, we'll both chime in, of course, but um, right. Uh, all the alternate realities, the uh, portals. I, um, I don't have the pictures. I really wish I did, but, uh, I understand that when they light up, uh, CERN over in Switzerland, that these gigantic thunderstorms start up above CERN and the clouds start turning in a cyclone sort of fashion. Wow. Um, like a portal's wow. opening up. And, uh, mm-hmm. I guess the Navy opened up a portal not too long ago and, um, and then there was another portal in South America. Or Mexico or Central America. And you can actually see the, um, the, uh, the clouds starting to swirl. Yeah. It's like, you, like you're looking at the Milky Way galaxy or something from afar. Wow. And then, uh, this little light comes up, you know, and goes right into that pocket and then they both disappear. And I've said for a long time that UFOs are, I think, are vehicles that the fallen angels use to get into this dimension. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> those things are being proven more and more every day, it seems. So, <clears throat> um, 
by the way, have you seen anything interesting out at sea lately, or have you had a chance to? You know, I, I see just the same things. I see a lot of, you know, when a clear night, you can see satellites. You know, go over the ocean, you can tell mm-hmm. they're a satellite because it's right. the same motion, same speed. Uh-huh. Uh, but I've, yeah, I've seen some weird looking lights, and um, you know, stop in the middle and then take off and go straight up, and but they're miles off the coast of California. Right. So, but right. it's almost like I've gotten used to seeing them. Right. Yeah. Everyday yeah. thing. Huh? Yeah. There's a lot of activity down here. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, the city of angels. <laughs> yeah. Know, they just left yeah. the fallen part out. <laughs> yeah. I know. Right. I know. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, that's funny. Um. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> let's see if we can, you know compare notes with what's going on over in Ukraine, uh, you know, leaving aside uh, any political stuff that's in there. Um, so what have you, what have you heard like militarily wise and, and stuff like that? You know, you hear, you, you, know, you know, as you know, everybody knows Russia's bombing them and use the hypersonic missile, which travels on, I've heard up to 10 times the speed of sound. Wow. And like I mentioned before the show, they, they're using it because they're getting their cruise missiles shot down and their uh-huh. artillery uh, that they were using last week to bomb the cities is being taken out. So yeah. what I've, what I've seen on YouTube news and articles and just all the stuff I've been seeing, the Ukrainian army is using guerrilla warfare tactics instead of sending a thousand men out to attack, uh, uh, you know, uh, the Russians, they're sending 10 to 20 in small groups. Mm-hmm. With wow. the, uh, well, what are the, the javelins to take out the tanks and the artillery. So they just uh-huh. in groups of 10 to 20 and they know the countryside. They live there, you know, and so they also have gotten, uh, was maybe a lot of people know this. They've gotten drones from us and from Turkey and from right. Israel, I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them are big drones, like large, like small airplanes. Others are really small. Right. And uh, the small ones they use to find out where the targets are, and then they use the bigger drones or artillery to take out the Russians. Oh, wow. And so they're, they're going in and they're hitting and then pulling back and going and hitting and pulling back. So they're doing a lot of damage. I've heard numbers of fourteen to 15,000 Russian sh- soldiers have been killed in a month. Yeah, I saw that today, too, as a matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. And, that's, and that's a lot. Even if you, I think they had 180 to 200,000 at the border before they went in. But that's mm-hmm. the dead. That's just the deaths. Um, how many are injured? And at least that many are injured or more. Oh, sure. So, yeah. So that's a big hit because let's just say 30,000 soldiers now can't fight. So that that's that's big. So yeah. militarily, though, um, it I think it's going to be in a stalemate for a while. Uh, I think Putin is fighting a war out of the Cold War era, tactical-wise. Right. You know, Um I think Putin is kind of, I don't think he's insane. I think he's totally sane. He's just a dictator and a murderer. Right. And, and I, I, he's, uh, but he's kind of stuck in the old ways of Russia on how to fight. That's what mm-hmm. I've read and saw. I, you know, I think a lot of people know that. So right. how long is this going to go on? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, on the other side, um, more information about Zelensky and he was even on Tucker tonight, and I've seen some of this already. 
a little bit uh, reading it. He uh, today, I think it was today, disbanded the largest political party in Ukraine. Really? Yeah, 43 members of their Congress. He disbanded them and said that they're done. Huh. And matter of fact, not only did he do that, but 10 other political parties, smaller, were disbanded. And also, this was on Tucker Carlson tonight, just uh, an hour or so ago. Also, oh. he um, took, the, I think, three three or four of the largest uh, news stations in Russia, Russia, excuse me, in Ukraine, and he disbanded them and put them into one local centralized news station that he that he runs. Right. That Zelensky runs. And then I guess last year uh, that he had a political opponent that was uh, running against him a year or two ago, had him arrested and all his mm-hmm. assets seized. So is this all true? You know, anymore, I, you don't know. It's because there's so much propaganda and so much fake news, as we talked about two weeks ago, you know? Right. So is Russia, has Russia invaded Ukraine? Yeah, I think 100%. Are people dying? Yes. Um, right. Is Russia the aggressor? Yes. Um, what they're doing is horrible. It's horrible. They're bombing schools and hospitals and kids and churches. But... And I just want to take a step aside from this or back from this, what's happening in Ukraine, and tie it into, um, and this is, this goes along with end time prophecy, but I don't even want to go there right now. In the last 30 years in America, um, whenever a political, whenever, whenever there's been a social change in our country, a large social change by laws, and decrees, there's mm-hmm. always been a man-made disaster to be able to bring in laws and restrictions to restrict us. Um, obviously, 9/11 is was 20 what 21 years ago now. Right. Um, before that, we could go. We could walk right up to the gate and watch your loved ones get on the plane. After mm-hmm. that, you had to take your shoes off and you had to do all this stuff and you know, and and then that kind of laxed a little bit, but they kept those laws in there. They created the U.S. government created other sections of the government to fight terrorism, and which I say air quote because I think a lot of times our own government is the terrorist. Yeah, upon us own people. And so, but we think they're there to you know they create the situation or allow the situation to happen. Our government. Mm-hmm. And they come in like the good guys and to save us. So right. like, yeah, like uh, George W., you know, um, even his dad with the first Iraq war. But and now time has gone by, you know, several decades of this, and there's a pattern. And the pattern is, is this conflict, and it, did it come just out of the blue? No. There's, uh, they took Crimea in 2014, Russia did. But at the same time, the timing of this was pretty, uh, not by accident. COVID was starting to go away. The blue states were losing the COVID narrative because 
people weren't getting sick anymore and hospitals were getting empty because they never were full in the first place. Right. Um, and so, and so they know, they know that they're going to get slammed in the uh, elections coming up in the fall, in November. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, Russia had troops there for a long time, but, but nothing's by accident. Something's going on. I can't put my finger on it exactly, but something's just not right with everything that's going on. And so, um, so you have this war start and all of a sudden all these liberal, you put it this way, Dave, you know, something's up when the liberals and Democrats agree. Right. So they all agree on the war. They all agree. It's just horrible, which it is, mm-hmm. but it's just weird. They all agree. Are you and talking about the liberals and Republicans or liberals? Both. Oh, okay. Both. Okay. The real liberals, the liberal Democrats and the Republicans and not all of them, not all of them, but, and I'm not saying the hope folks don't get me wrong. This, this is horrible. What's happening to Ukrainian people. It's, it's right. real suffering. I, I believe that, but all of a sudden we're not talking about COVID, but all of a sudden we're not, we're, everybody's united, especially these liberal like CNN and, and MSNBC and all this. Oh, we've got to send more weapons to Ukraine. We've got to help these poor people and all these politicians that locked us down for two years. Yeah. We got to do this. We got to do that. You know, right. it's like they're using this to distract us from what they did to us for two years. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. two years, folks, they took our liberty away. They took our freedom away. They took our jobs away. They locked us in our homes. They arrested us for walking on the beach. They, I remember they arrested a guy surfing out here in Southern California. Jeez. I mean, it was ridiculous. He had uh, two or three uh, Coast Guard boats, five or six patrol cars, a helicopter to arrest a guy on a surfboard a hundred yards off the beach because he was surfing and he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> it's just, I, so you got to ask yourself, and I know you have Dave and other the audience is listening and watching what's really going on here. Mm-hmm. What's really going on. And I think there's several fronts to this one this is a distraction to get us away from what they did to us for two years that they're hoping that they'll forget and that these politicians now that are um, these democrats and liberals in these blue states are all like for the war like the republicans and which they should be but it's like they're using this even more than they should they're just like it's hard to explain but they're 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 kissing up to the american people right they're kissing up to us that show us they're actually really good people and that they love humanity and what's going on is terrible. And they're taking the side of the little guy, which they should in this mm-hmm. case, because in, what's this March, she, June, July, August, September, nine months, eight, nine months is the elections. And they right. know they're going to get slammed mm-hmm. unless they cheat, which they could. Yeah. So that's going, that's going on. And at the same time, I've been keeping track of COVID. COVID's, the COVID narrative has not gone away. There's a COVID out there called stealth COVID. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So still the names, these people get these names. So <laughs> I say, uh, stupid is what stupid does COVID. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Right. Uh, quoting, you know, uh, confusion, uh, Forrest Gump. So. Right. So they're already putting that out there. If you, got, if you guys remember, 
after the main COVID hit us, then there was the variant. And we saw that coming about three months. They just took our mask off and let us have a little bit of freedom. Oh, here's a variant coming from whatever country. Within a month, we were locked down again. Yeah. And then things were let up from that. They took a few of the restrictions away. Oh, can't be safe yet because there's an Omicron. And we know how that went. And that backfired on them because it wasn't as bad. And most people, if they did get it, got over it really quick. And it was herd immunity. So it kind of actually shut it down for them. They actually blew it. They were stupid what they did. Yeah. And now there's this uh, with stealth variant. And I guess it's stealth because it stays uh, the actual disease like COVID, the original COVID, within, was it 30 seconds to a minute out in the sun, it, it dies right. uh, on flat surfaces. It only lives for a few minutes or whatever it is. It didn't live very long on flat surfaces. I guess this disease, the stealth one, stays on flat surfaces for quite a while and doesn't huh. die immediately in the sunlight. But supposedly, it it's not as deadly as the variant or Omicron, mm-hmm. uh, but it's more contagious. So basically, it's a bad cold. And so this bad cold's coming down the track. And it's, isn't that weird? It's what's this, March, almost April, just a few months, we'll have the elections. And I I wouldn't put money on this, maybe a little bit of money, that by middle summer or late summer, we're going to be locked down again. Or they're going to try to lock us down. They're going to make us wear masks. They're going to, they won't lock us down like they did the first time, but they will make us wear masks again. They'll make, they'll push the vaccine. And also, Dave, the vaccine thing hasn't gone away. They're trying to pass laws here in California, make it mandatory for all school children to be vaccinated. Jeez. It just hasn't been in the main news, but it, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to pass these laws because everybody's distracted looking at Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what's going on. They're using this, this horrible tragedy, this war, and they're using it for behind the scenes to pass laws to take our freedoms away. That's right. exactly what's happening. And there's laws out there they're trying to pass, I think in California, it was in New York, to restrict gun laws even more than they are now in these two states. My goodness. Um, and so um, it, it, that's why you got to look at the whole picture. It's there's the whole picture. And and it's, what did I see today on the news? No, it was actually Russia. The Russian people are split down the middle about the war. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50% think it's Russia going in and delivering the Ukrainians from the Nazis and the other 50% thinks, um, you know, that it's a real war and a good portion of their population doesn't care. Right. They just don't care. They're, they're like, okay, as long as I have food and got my computer and my phone, I get some coffee. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Cause yeah. even in communist countries, they have coffee shops, you know, they have stores, they have things. And that people get into their lives like we do here and get our routines. They just want their routine not to be interrupted and they don't care. Exactly. And that says a lot, Dave, because a little, you know, it says in the end times before the word comes, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands, poverty overtakes, overtakes you like debt. But also says in the New Testament, it says uh, that, Men's hearts will go cold in the last days, mm-hmm. and 
that gives a list of the things that they'll be doing, which is evil, and their ear will want to be tickled. Like they won't, they don't. You can preach the word to them, but that'll bore them. But if you tell them that, hey, you can have a good day today. You just think positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, the pastor in Texas, Joe Olstein. A lot of the stuff he says has got some truth in it, and it's good. But it's not all true. Right. Um, bad things happen to good people, Christians mm-hmm. and non-Christians. That's what the um, Hebrews chapter 11 is about. The whole chapter is about about the, the men and women of faith. Some conquered kingdoms and, you know, shut the mouths of lions, and others were uh, sawn in two, <laughs> lived in holes mm-hmm. in the ground. But That's right. You don't talk about that part. So mm-hmm. this whole thing that's going on is like a huge false flag. And I think it's a false flag. And set, not that it's not happening. Let me back up. It's happening. It's true. But it's being used to – it's being used to do a lot of other things behind the scene that they normally couldn't do. And you know I see coming down the road? Right. Is we're going to get into this war. And – I don't know when that's going to happen, but I think we're going to get into this war or some type of conflict, either with maybe Taiwan and China. Mm -hmm. Um, And all of a sudden, what Zelensky did to his country, um, martial law, which he had to do, I understand that because in time of war, but disbanded all political parties that were not aligned with him. They're aligned with fighting the war, but not aligned with him politically. Right. Um, shut down all the major news stations except his. You watch. We get into war with China um, or get into the, the Ukraine war more. Um, mm-hmm. Prices are going to go sky high even more than now. I mean, a lot of food's going to get real scarce because people are going right. to hoard. Uh, and there's going to be a supply chain issue. And all of a sudden, they're going to make martial law here. And, and now uh, they're going to say you can only take $100 out of your bank a day. Um, you can't do this. You can't do that. And people out there are probably thinking I'm crazy. After all we've been through in the last few years, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I remember seeing Trader Joe's. I went in uh, right after we were shut down in March of 2020, and half the store was empty, especially yeah. the toilet paper and the water and the napkins and all that stuff was gone. You know, I have videos and pictures of it. It's like crazy. All the meat was gone. The milk was gone. The bread was gone. And that was within 24 hours. Yeah, so, that's right. Um, I, I think that could happen. Um, I'm not saying for sure, but there's a possibility. So I think what's going on is that they're using this war, our, our media here, to distract us. And we need to be concerned what's going on. Don't get me wrong. Dave or anybody else out there. Mm-hmm. It's horrible what they're doing. The pictures are just, it's its just, man, it's hard to watch. And you get angry when you see it. Yeah. But they're using this, the deep state, the one world order, whatever you want to call them, they're using this to bring about what they really want. They mm-hmm. want world control with a few people running the whole world with countries as just satellites around the world with leaders running those satellite states, but they're running those states, basically mm-hmm. running the world from just a few people. And 
I think this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to, I can say what they're doing in America right now. They are trying to get rid of the middle class, Dave. Oh, yeah. They are trying all they can. Uh, one of the biggest things that a dictatorship or socialist country, communist country hate is the middle class. Because mm-hmm. the middle class got money. They're not dependent on that country to survive. They have enough money to buy their own food. They have their own homes. And that's another thing. They are trying to price everybody out of buying a house. They don't want home ownership. You look right. at China, most of their people live in apartments. And there's I live in an apartment. There's nothing wrong with that. But also I have people around me that own homes. They are trying to make the middle class go away. Go away. Mm-hmm. That's why they're doing the gas. They're yep. spiking the prices. That's why food's going to go up even more. And who's going to get hurt are the people that make under thirty to 40000 a year. Those right. people are really going to get hurt. The people who make more than that, they might be able to survive it, but if they don't make good financial decisions, they'll end up not surviving it. Mm-hmm. And right. they're talking about bread lines and soup lines in America in the next few years if things don't change. Mm-hmm. And this will make the depression, but if it does happen, look like a day in the park. And yeah, all this stuff, this stuff goes on. And I'll, I'll, I'll be done with this last thing. And sure is, um, There's there's somebody who's running this whole thing, and it's not Putin, it's not Zelensky, it's not Biden, it's God. God's running the whole thing. Um, and it's hard to watch, but he's running it. Yeah. Is this the beginning of Ezekiel 38? I, I think I said last time I, it might be. But right. God could just allow Ukraine to push Russia out and maybe stop this for a while. That could happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. I hope that happens because I don't want to see it happen yet. I don't want to see Ezekiel 38 yet. Even though yeah. I wanted to see the Lord come back, I don't want to see that either. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah. you know, because people get hurt and get killed, mm-hmm. you know? That's so, right. um, huh. and you know, it's just, oh, go ahead. So anyway, I'm done. I'm done. No, you sure? Oh, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I know that uh, while we were distracted by the war, have been distracted or still are, um, Pfizer snuck in there along with their uh, other company, and they got approval, if I'm not mistaken, of uh, emergency use authorization for um, their fourth booster shot. So I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and, and Moderna is applying for the same thing now. So they want, they really want to kill us off really bad, you know, know. they do. And, and it's, it's terrible. It really is. And, um, they've been doing other little things in the background too, like passing all kinds of bills to spend all kind of money everywhere, you know, except for really, where it really needs to go. And that's ticking people off when they're finding out about it, that is. But, um, there's, um, like you said, if, uh, if Washington says, um, look to the left, look to the right, they say, look in front of you, look behind you, because <laughs> they're out there with a spear getting ready to gore you. But, um, it's, it's, it's really sad. It really is that, uh, mm-hmm. we've been, we've been, well, you know, generations before us were slaves too, when you think about it. Um, a lot of that started with, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt 
who started the social security system. And believe me, as a person that's on that right now, I, I like it. So I'm not really knocking it, but it is socialism. Um, it's, it's, it's uh, like a government pension almost, I guess you could call mm-hmm. it. And, um, you know, that being the case, you know, that's, that's the government giving you out something that belongs to you anyway, but, and then they tax you on it, you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> I know, right. It's like Robin Hood did this and he was a criminal and the United States government does it and they're taking care of the people, you know? Um, yeah, they're, they're, like you said, they're taking care of the poor, the really poor, because they want the really poor to remain really poor. And if you're, if you're feeding off the government teat, so to speak, you're going to remain poor. Um, I remember a few years ago, Brian, I knew this gal, um, she was in our singles group and she was on welfare. And, uh, back then, uh, California was starting up this, you know, we're, we're getting tired of paying for you guys. You guys are going to train and go to work and, and get out of the system. And a lot of people opposed it, but she took, took it to heart and she really did it. And, she ended up getting a job that was paying much more than I was getting working for the state of California, you know, mm-hmm. so there are ways out of uh, poverty, of course. I mean, you're working for big brother when that happens, but, yeah. um, but still you're, you're earning a wage and, 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 and all that. But, um, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it is, it has been to get rid of the, uh, their, their aim to get rid of the, the, uh, the middle class and it's, because the middle class supports everything. Our taxes support everything. And if they get rid of us, everybody's going to have to be dependent on them. Right. Right. And, and then they could start telling you what to do. You know, you can't live out in the country anymore. You got to move to a city. Once you move to a city, you've moved basically into an enclave or a ghetto might be a better term to put it. But, um, so, you know, they're, they're trying to, to push everybody in that direction. And, um, I don't think that Americans are going to go for that very much, but, uh, but they got people like me and you that are educating people about what's Mm -hmm. really going on. And then those people will be the ones that resist against it. You know, our days, you know, we're getting older, so our days are kind of numbered, but uh, the younger Mm -hmm. generation, um, they're the ones that are going to have to carry the torch to the end of the finish line, so to speak. But, um, uh, so, yeah, you're right about the Republicans buying into all this stuff too. I, I read Brian the other day and I think I told you about it that one third of Americans support having a nuclear war with Russia. I know it's crazy. <laughs> like, you know, they obviously have never been educated to what nuclear war is all about and that it just won't affect a little, a few cities in the United States and a few cities in Russia and of course Ukraine. But that stuff gets up in the air and it, that fallout falls all over the world and poisons people with radiation poisoning, um, kills people, causes mutations in birth, uh, you name it. Um, people that believe that should really, that, that, that should happen should really, uh, look at, uh, read some books about what happened in Japan after Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. You know, children are being bar- born, it's formed all over the place, You're malformed all over the place. And, um, it was not a good scene since then things have gotten a lot better, you know, because I, the human condition overcomes just about everything, but, Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't a pretty sight for many years. And, and these people that are running around, yeah, yeah, let's nuke them. Let's nuke them. You know, I'm sorry, but (laughs) you know, 
you're, you're condemning yourselves, your children and your grandchildren to, mm-hmm. to uh, a p- very polluted world where cancer is going to run rampant and, and other autoimmune disease, diseases and everything else. And, um, you know, people should just stop and think for once before they make comments. You know, it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's frustrating. I agree. What's going on over there is frustrating. And that we feel kind of helpless because we can't do anything because it puts us in a war with the bear. But, um, you know, sometimes you just have to go from day to day and watch what's happening and, and hope and pray. This is an excellent opportunity to pray about things. It really is. Mm-hmm. Because when you're helpless and you pray is when you know, Yahweh tends to help you out more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Brian, I was reading and um, I mentioned this in one of our shows earlier uh, on. I can't remember exactly when we were talking about Russia. And um, and it's talking about the last days in Daniel 7. It's talking about a, a group of beasts. Um, and it says in the four great. This is Daniel 7, starting in chapter 3. Um, and the four great beasts came out, out of the sea, diverse one from another. That means different. Okay. Uh, the first was like a lion and it had eagle's wings. And that's interesting because the lion has always been the symbol of Great Britain and eagles have been the symbol of the United States. So is that saying that the uh, eagles are going to come out of the lion or that we're just going to be a continuation of the lion, but we'll have eagle's wings. That's, that's real interesting. Um, and this, uh, this, these caricatures are, are speak a lot. Um, and he says, I beheld the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made to stand uh, on its feet as a man. And the man's heart was given to it. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> okay. Um, I have to pray about it and see what the Lord shows me. But uh, the next verse and another be- and I beheld another beast, a second, like a bear. Now, what have we always done the Russians to be? The bear has been their symbol, right? Um, and it raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in its mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise and devour much flesh. Um, what concerns me is now um, Iraq, no, Iraq, here we go again. Um, Ukraine was purposing to get into NATO. And now one of the reasons Putin is in there, I'm sure, is that Ukraine doesn't do that um, because he doesn't need NATO at his doorstep. And but there's two or three other nations, I think Latvia, Estonia, and um, there's one other that are kind of north of Ukraine are all members of the European Union. Not you. Yeah. European Union. And I think NATO. Okay, so what would, you know, if there was a power that was against democracy, well, I can't really say against democracy because they are, they have become very democratic, but socialist democratic, um, Russia that is. And, but if you see your enemies on your, on your border or influencing people on your border, that, that would be no different than the Russians influence, influencing the Mexicans on our border. Mm-hmm. Or the Canadians, you know, and, and, and just turning them into total, um, <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to say stepchildren of the Soviet Union or of Russia, excuse me. You could tell how old we are. We still use Soviet Union <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a word quite readily. And, uh, but, um, so you notice that the, um, 
the bear has three ribs in its mouth. And if those three countries are joined together, I, I mean, geographically, um, that would be very symbolic of, of Russia taking back those countries and trying to form a rib cage around itself because the ribs belong to a rib cage, right? And it wants to get that buffer between NATO and and themselves, the Russians do. So I, I see every conceivable thought be coming to um, play that um, that Russia is not going to stop at Ukraine, but they're going to go after Latvia, Estonia, and I uh, can't remember the other one. Belarus, they're friends with already. Uh, but they need that rib cage around them to kind of protect their innards. You know what I mean? Um, so I, it wouldn't surprise me if that happened. It really, really would not surprise me if they, they mm -hmm. went further. And they may even go further, you know, because they used to control Hungary and and Poland and uh, the Czech, well, used to be Czechoslovakia and, and other countries in that area, Romania. <laughs> I don't think the Romanians are going to let that happen. I know Romanians and Romanians will not let that happen. They're they're uh, they're an incredible people. Um, but uh, so we see. We see, like Daniel, I, I see Daniel being fulfilled here, okay? Now, if you read farther down, it talks about a leopard. I don't know who the leopard is, okay? I don't know who it's symbolic of, and uh, I'd have to study more to see what that does. But then another beast comes from that, and it's a, it's a beast that has iron teeth and and crushes everything under it. So uh, that, would, that would be the Antichrist kingdom, I'm sure. But um, anyway... Um, so we're seeing that fulfilled, and and we're seeing as we creep closer to Isaiah, uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now, you know, we were talking about a hook being put in their jaw, Brian, and, and I think I, I know what that hook might be. Now, this is all speculation, okay, and, and like they say all over YouTube and the Internet, this is my opinion, um, that uh, we're shutting Russia off so she can't sell oil, Right. So I am assuming that any day now, the Israelis are going to strike oil, and they're going to strike it big. And they're going to start offering oil to the world. Well, Russians are going to be starving up in Russia. Uh, their wheat crop is going to fail because they're not going to have oil to make fertilizers and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, and their, their, their mechanism of their mode of transportation is going to die because, well, actually, they'll have all the oil that they want, but... Um, mm -hmm. You know, it only goes so far. So it's interesting that it talks in uh, in Revelation about horsemen coming down, many horsemen. And I'm thinking to myself, could this be a time when uh, when countries just give up producing oil because they're not going to be selling it? And if they do that, then most of Europe is, is really going to be in bad shape because Europe gets gas from Russia and they're already in bad shape for this. And, and Russia is not going to be selling any oil to anybody, maybe to China, but, uh, I don't know if that's, that, that could go kaput any time. So if Russia sees that the only people that are selling oil and basically taking money out of their mouths and, and, and food out of, or money out of their pockets and food away from their mouths, um, that would be an excellent hook for them to come down and try to take the oil fields in Israel, mm -hmm. you know, so that may be the hook. <clears throat> And there are those of us who have bought stock in little oil companies down there in Israel. So mm -hmm. for, for a brief time, we might uh, be lucrative. And uh, <laughs> uh, but, 
But it does warn in, in Isaiah, uh, Ezekiel 39, I think it is, that uh, when when the um, when Magog does come down, that uh, God is going to rain fire on Magog, Gog and Magog, and those who dwell safely in the coastlands. And I can't think of a country that lives more safely in the coastlands than the United States. And we're enemies with Magog. So what's going to happen is there going to be um, some kind of... Uh, uh, if you've seen movies like, um, well, I was going to say Dr. Strangelove, but, uh, <laughs> other movies where the Russians and the Americans get into it and they go into DEFCON, you know, five, four, three, two, and then one is nuclear war. Um, but if you've seen that, it's kind of scary. It really is, especially mm-hmm. if you have the presence of mind to realize what nuclear weapons do to people and, and the whole environment and the earth in general. But, um, so if, if something could, if let's just see a scenario, Russia goes down and attacks Israel, the United States says, hey, you can't do that. They're our ally. Well, there would have to be a different president in office for that because Biden is just uh, interested in uh, what ice cream he can get and uh, how <laughs> fast he can make it to Camp David. Uh, yeah. but, yeah. uh, um, so there'd probably be a different president, maybe Trump. I don't know. Um, we'll see, but uh, maybe it'll happen to where the United States says, no, you can't do that. Russia will say, yes, we can. You know, and then, you know, it'll escalate to be DEFCON 1. A few nukes will be thrown in both ways, in both directions. And uh, that'll fulfill Ezekiel 38. And it'll be at a time when they're attacking Israel, uh, Russia and her allies. So um, it's to me, I see it getting closer and closer and closer. And like you, I don't want to be here when it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, hopefully, Lord, if you're listening, um, let the rapture be soon so we can get it out of here. But um, anyway, uh, so that's that's what I've been mulling through my brain when it comes to this whole thing. And uh, with Ukraine, like Ukraine's the catalyst of uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39. And did you say, and I, I don't know who said it, but somebody mentioned that they thought Germany was going to be involved in uh, in that attack. And other European countries. Is that was that you, Brian, or mm-hmm. that was me? Okay. Now, if it's Germany and the other Western European countries, um, why would they go down? Well, <laughs> they they got slighted too, and Israel wasn't selling oil to them, maybe, mm-hmm. and so they're going to go in and get their cut too, you know, and, and try to take <clears throat> Israel out. And uh, because you got to admit, Israel's been a thorn in everybody's flesh, and it's, it was meant to be that way, and it was prophesied to be that way. And um, so, that being the case, getting rid of Israel would be—that'll never happen, of course—but would be a good impetus for all those countries to join together with Russia. As far as I'm concerned, Germany's part of Russia anyway, anymore, you know, because uh, they. <laughs> They're totally in debt to Russia for all the oil and the gas that they get. Um, so, you know, the, this, the um, scripture says that the servant becomes borrower to comes uh, the servant becomes slave of the lender, basically. And um, and that's what's going on. You know, all Russia has to say and, and is saying now is uh, we're shutting off the oil to Germany mm-hmm. and bam, you know, you, you create a worldwide crisis. Because Germany produces a lot of car parts and a lot of other things that go throughout the world. And so does France and so does uh, 
all the little countries up there, Denmark and Belgium and, and, uh, I don't know. I can't remember all the Netherlands and stuff like that. Uh, and, and also the, um, the three up on top, Norway, Sweden, and Finland, they're all interwoven into, into the European union. And if one country hurts, they all hurt. Mm-hmm. So there, it, it's possible all of Europe could go in with Russia down to, down there and uh, they're going to get their, their butts kicked. And, uh, read Ezekiel 38 because it ain't pretty what happens to them. Their eyeballs melt out of their sockets. And no, I think that's in Zechariah actually. But, uh, the, actually the Lord calls uh, a feast for all the birds to come down and eat their carcasses. Um, that's pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, so, um, interesting times ahead. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting yeah. times ahead. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, oh yeah, I was going to real quick, if we could, I'm just going to read off some headlines. I'm not going to go into the articles. Um, they're talking about a new guy to, uh, to replace Putin. Yeah. They're calling him ruthless Bortnikov. There we go from the frying pan and into the fire. Okay. Ruthless Bortnikov. Um, there's a Putin quotes Jesus to justify invasion. I don't know what that's about. This is on the Drudge Report. I'm reading these folks now. The Drudge Report, I don't think, is a very, I don't know. I take it with a grain of salt. Let's just put it that way. But he is the one that uncovered the Clinton, uh, Bonica and Lewinsky thing, and uh, that took guts back then. Uh, 2,500 soldiers' corpses shipped back to the morgues and morgues overrun in Russia. That is. Next article, Ukrainian civilians deported to Russia in Nazi-like purge. So that almost sounds like they're taking them and putting them in uh, concentration camps. Mm-hmm. But that's true. Um, update, Holocaust survivor killed by shelling. Okay. Um, there was a Holocaust survivor that's, that is um, comparing uh, what the Russians are doing to uh, – to Nazi, what the Nazis did. So it's, you know, it's pretty interesting. Um, AI horror, suicide drone that picks own targets. That's kind of freaky. Uh, U.S. sending acquired Soviet air defense system to the, to the Ukrainians. Um, shoppers literally fighting each other for sugar. I don't know where that was. Um, 1986 dystopian novel predicted Vladimir. I'd have to read that book again to see where that would be. You know, but uh, let's see. Refugees flooding into Warsaw. Well, that's not good. The last time that happened, a bunch of them died. Hmm. Um, uh, Biden warns uh, cyber attacks coming. Oh, yeah, that's to be expected. Uh, Oscars, no Zelensky. I don't know what that means. But um, anyway, uh, the, the scripture talks about, and I really rem- wish I could remember where it says this. But it says that the nations are going to be um, roaring like the seas in perplexity. And if you look up perplexity, it means that things that are present that people figure they can't take care of anymore. They're perplexed. They're, um, you know, they throw up their hands. You know, there's just too much going on right now. Nobody can fix it. Well, there is a person. There's two people that can fix it. One of them is going to come on the scene. He's going to be called the Antichrist or the Anti-Messiah. And he is going to promise to fix the world and he will temporarily fix some things in the world, but it will be a deception. 
and he will bring the world down with him. And then the real uh, fixer, uh, Yeshua HaMashiach, uh, which many of you know is Jesus Christ, uh, he's going to come and he's really going to fix things up. It's going to be like the Garden of Eden on earth here for a thousand years. And I just, I can't wait for that. But um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, there is a fixer coming and a real fixer, um, a heavenly fixer. And then there's a, a demonic uh, based fixer. And I, I'll say it again. I am convinced that that this um, Antichrist is going to be an alien-human hybrid and um, that he's going to fulfill coming in disguise with great power by a possible, my opinion, uh, UFO invasion uh, where he'll land and they'll fix things and then they'll just disappear or they'll stay around. I don't know. Uh, and we know them to be al- not aliens, but we know them to be fallen angels. So um, even though they... Per- they um, paint themselves to be um, uh, demons and uh, excuse me they, they paint themselves to be uh, extraterrestrial in Oregon origin in Oregon <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny <clears throat> um, <laughs> but um, so I, you know I'm, I, I think that's what's going to go yeah and he's going to be the half of that's human is going to be half uh, maybe maybe Jewish or or Syrian or, or something. I don't know. There's a lot of debate as to who this person's going to be. And it's it's fruitless trying to figure out who he is right now because you're not going to figure it out. Um, but anyway, uh, so again, fun times ahead. But uh, we have a hope. Um, and it's not Bob Hope. It's, uh, it's Yeshua. And he's going to come straighten everything out. And uh, he's not coming back as a lamb this time. He's coming back as a lion. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says that he's going to speak one word and all those armies at Armageddon are just going to drop dead and that their blood is going to rise as high as the bridles of horses. Uh, that's pretty high, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're a farm guy, right? You grew up on a farm. What was the bridle mm-hmm. of a horse? What's that? What's the bridle of a horse? Is it? It's not the stirrup, is it? It's No, it's, it's where it goes into the mouth. Oh, okay. That's mm-hmm. pretty, that's pretty mm-hmm. high. That's that's probably than some people. Four, four or five feet, depending on the horse. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So five feet yeah. of blood in a valley. That's a lot. Yeah. I can't even think about that to tell you the truth. But um, so anyway, yeah. the mess is going to get cleaned up. It's not going to be for a while, but um, uh, who knows though? You know, maybe we'll, we'll get a temporary uh, person that'll straight, at least straighten things out in the United States, maybe Europe for a little while. I don't know. Um, there's some rumors of Trump coming back and that might be true. Um, maybe sooner than the election, I mean, but, uh, maybe definitely during the, after the election. Um, so, you know, that remains to be seen, but, uh, we'll just have to do what Yeshua said and live one day at a time. Right, Brian, and not worry That's about right. tomorrow because we can't worry mm-hmm. about tomorrow. Matthew six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting too, that um, it says, and I think it's revelations that men's heart were hearts were failing them because they saw what was coming. It from the tossing of the ocean. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And the oceans mm-hmm. of the peoples and, and mm-hmm. nations of the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it doesn't pay to worry folks. Don't, if you know, especially if you're older, your, your veins are probably older like mine are and, uh, maybe Brian's. I don't know. He's pretty fit. But, um, you know, as we get older, you know, 
Uh, more guys back in New Jersey died from shoveling snow early in the morning than from anything else. Wow. You know, so getting getting people all excited about something or moving that heart really fast isn't a good idea early in the morning, I guess. But uh, um, just give it all to the Lord before you fall asleep at night and know that he'll be there in the morning when you wake up. So, uh, Brian, we were going to start talking about, unless you have something more on the Ukraine. No, I got some other stuff here. It uh, goes along more with what's going on with our country and the economy. Well, why don't like we go that. into that? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a couple of art, just an article, um, you know, because inflation's kind of like out of control. Mm-hmm. But it could be way, it could be a lot worse. I mean, yeah, gas has doubled in a year, over doubled. It's uh, the average price of gas in LA County is six dollars a gallon. Wow. So. Um, there's places yeah. around seven dollars, six fifty, seven is kind of where it's at. Uh-huh. So, you know, so it costs, you know, it cost me. See, when Trump was president, it was fifty bucks, forty five bucks to fill my tank. Now it's a hundred, over a hundred. Wow. You know, so um, it, it's inflation is it's going, 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 and um, I think I think it's gonna, you know, I think it's gonna get worse. Um, inflation. Uh, but right now, America's able to absorb a lot of this, Americans, because mm-hmm. uh, we're hardworking people. We, we, know, we, we know how to figure things out and make do and get by. And, and we're just, we're strong people and we don't give up ever. Right. So, uh, and there's a lot of good countries out there. I'm just speaking for America right now. I mean, that's kind of, when the tough gets going, we get going. We 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 get in there and we do what we got to do. And right. everybody in this country is like that. So, but eventually, it's going to get so bad, it's going to be every man and woman child for themselves. Um, it's going to be where survival of the fittest. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it can get it could get there. And one of the things that is going on is see here. Of an article, uh, it is my trusty tablet. Come on, uh, let's see. Zero Hedge is the article from Zero Hedge, and uh, this thing is slower than I am. Oh, there it goes. Banks are restocking gold at the fastest play, uh, pace in years. Banks are buying gold like it's water. Huh. Why are they doing that? Because banks know things that we don't know before it happens because they're banks. <laughs> right, right. These people are in high places in the financial world. I don't, I'm not a financial guru, but obviously you can, you, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that things have gone up in price and they're going to continue to go up. Mm-hmm. And um, so banks are buying gold. Why? Because the dollar is getting more, is getting more and more devalued around the world. And it's not talked about a lot, but China is talk is talking about getting away from the dollar as the world gold system, one that everybody follows, and using their own yen. I think it's the yen, and and they're talking about uh, well, obviously North Korea would go along with China, um, maybe even Russia, maybe, but other countries to get away from the United States. Why are they doing this? Because they want to take the United States down. Mm-hmm. If you're if you move into a neighborhood, see if I can find a good way to explain this. And 
you want to be you want to be the, let's say, I, I'm trying to give a good example here. You want to be the big guy in the neighborhood. You want to be the one that calls all the shots. Then you got to take out the next person that's your threat. Right. You know, uh, it's it just the way it is. It's, you, you got to take them out. And however you're going to do that, discredit him, take him out physically, wh- whatever it may be. China wants to be the number one in the neighborhood of the world. They want to have the number one currency right now. It's either happened or about to happen. They're going to have the number one economy surpassing us. It's either happened or about to happen. That's a fact. Right. And and our dollar is getting weaker and weaker. And all this is happening right before our eyes. And so when that happens, um, the dollar gets devalued. Inflation goes up. Your dollar doesn't buy as much. Right. It's just basic math, right? So mm-hmm. in order to hedge against that, the banks are buying physical gold because they know they see what's happening. We're $30 trillion in debt, the United States, 30 trillion. I remember when it hit 20 trillion, that was just a few years ago. Right. And so the more money you print, money's only, it used to be when we were on the gold standard, as you know, Dave, and a lot of audience knows that our value of our dollar was based on how much gold we actually physically had. Right. But that ended uh, what 30, 40 years ago, and they got away from the gold standard, and they just started printing more money and printing more money and printing more money. So we don't have enough gold in our reserves to even come close to thirty trillion. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's just paper. It's just a paper, and I've, and obviously everybody knows the, the dollar is a note. It's a promissory note from the right. government that this dollar is worth a dollar. But what's mm-hmm. going to happen eventually, and it's coming soon. The dollar is not going to be worth the dollar. It's going to be worth 20 cents or 15 cents or, or whatever it's going to be. And when that happens, a loaf of bread is going to go from three to five dollars a loaf to twenty five dollars a loaf. Right. And so your dollar won't buy as much. So you got to, you got to have something that will hold its value. And gold and silver hold its value. Mm-hmm. And usually during bad times is when gold and silver goes up. Right. And gold has and silver has never been worth zero ever, even in mm-hmm. ancient times. So that's why these banks, they're going back to buying gold. So, you know, when you see people jumping off the Titanic, hey, where are you guys going? We're getting we're getting in a lifeboat. This thing is sinking. It is. Most people don't even realize that we're sinking. The United right. States of America is sinking. Slowly, there's, and we're trying to plug the holes like the little kid in the dam trying to plug the hole. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have enough feet and toes to do it. I mean, and, you know, toes and fingers to do it. Eventually, the boat's going to sink unless you do something drastic to fix it. So, this is all part of the Great Reset. They want to destroy our economy because we're too powerful. They want to get rid of the middle class, as I said earlier. They want to do this because the Antichrist, when he does come, whenever that is, he's going to rule the whole world. He can't have a superpower that's right. the United States. It doesn't mm-hmm. mesh. It doesn't go. You know? So it's just he's got to get rid of rid of us, uh, at least economically and militarily. And that's, I think, Biden is part of that. It, the Biden administration has people from the Chinese Communist Party in his cabinet. Right. In his cabinet. Mm-hmm. Why? Why are all these companies, like Coca-Cola and Nike and Walmart, 
invested in China because it's about money. They sold yeah. their soul and they sold out our country, these companies, to make a dollar. Mm-hmm. And and they betrayed us. That's right. 90% of the stuff we buy comes from China. That's why Walmart, Target can get all this stuff so cheap because China makes it for cheap. Mm-hmm. We can't make it that cheap here. Yeah. So, I mean, a TV, a TV set you could get for 500 bucks from China would be worth 1000 to 1500 if we make it here because yeah, of all the right. unions and the regulations and all that stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. just, um, we're heading down a really bad path right now economically. And so banks are restocking um, to get gold. And so it's like, I got to go back to my bookmarks here. And then... Um, Oh, what is it? Um, let me see if I can find this. Oh, well, I want to switch gears just a little bit from our economy to back to COVID, if that's okay, Dave. Um, sure. Yeah. Um, Wall Street, Wall Street Journal, Wall Street, right? Mm-hmm. Exposes COVID vaccine as the greatest fraud in history. Whoa. Wall Street. Does it seem like these guys are like the rats jumping off the ship, burning ship? Yeah, because they see what's going on. You know what? Even the liberals got sick of COVID vaccines and got sick of all the, the politics. They got tired of it. They just m- most people in this country just want to raise their kids and have families and just have a life. And yeah, at the beginning, right. they're all into it, and now I think they they turned on each other, mm-hmm. and you know, on themselves. But. Uh, uh, yeah, it says BlackRock portfolio manager Edward Dowd explains to WorldNet Daily he and his Wall Street insurance analysis partner came to conclude based on CDC data that the COVID vaccines were the chief cause of an astonishing rise in deaths among millennial generation. Okay. So okay. it's <laughs> okay, fine. it's um it the cat's out of the bag, you know. Right. And that's why if they try to bring this whole stealth variant in in the summer or fall, I don't think it's going to go over very good. Mm-mm. I think in the blue states, it obviously do it, but people are like tired of wearing masks. They're tired of social distancing. They There's a few people out there that still do it and wear masks in their cars and do all that stuff, but most people have returned to normal here. Right. And People just are tired of it. And I think people are so worried about finances and paying their bills and in their economy that they don't, you know, give a darn about the restrictions and all that. They just, they, they know that they were, they were, they were taken advantage of. And I think if they do this, if the Democrats in the blue states do this, it's going to be the nail in the coffin in the elections in November. Yeah, because right now they're, they're distancing themselves and they're saying they're coming out and saying, yeah, you know, we're opening our thing up. We we have uh, science now has changed and the masks you know, aren't working anymore and we need to take vaccine. The vaccines, you know, aren't, you know, aren't as important as we thought. So they're backtracking. But if they push this again, do you hear that noise? Yeah, the dog's drinking water. Yeah, the dog's drinking water. <laughs> That's my French bulldog. She's thirsty. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what's going on. And uh, these 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 Democrats and these Rhino Republicans in the fall, if they bring back these restrictions, they're going to be they're going to be devastated anyway. Mm-hmm. But it will just it'll just solidify in everybody's mind. Okay, I'm done with this. Right. I, we're getting rid of these guys. And mm-hmm. I, I think liberal Democrats are just as much sick of it as we are. Right. You know, so. Um, Did you hear that? Um, first of all, Rand Paul was uh, going to submit a bill to eliminate Fauci's uh, position. Yeah. And then just split it up into three so that three different people are working for that position yeah. instead of just one. And then Fauci says now that he wants to quit, he wants to retire to spend time with his wife and family. And I got news for for Mr. Fauci. The reason they're not, you haven't been arrested yet is because you're a government official and that doesn't look good. But when you're a private citizen, Mr. Fauci, you're fair game and they're going to get you and Mm -hmm. they're going to be pretty for you. Yeah. You ain't going to be spending much time with your grandkids and kids. Yeah. Um, unless the lawsuits are coming against with you. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that's been going on behind the scenes with, with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good thing though. That's a really good thing. <laughs> a really good thing. I know. And, um, one other thing here, sure. uh, a couple actually EU medical agency warns of dangerous new side effects from COVID vaccines. It is, uh, let me make double check here. Um, yeah, Johnson and Johnson, Moderna. Where is it? Uh, small. Uh, oh yeah, it's called identify the capillary leak syndrome and small vessel as latest. So the capillaries leak from the vaccine mm-hmm. in yeah. the veins. That's crazy. Yeah, it's terrible and, actually. Yeah, and uh, it says more people in the last three months have got myocarditis than all of last year. And that's something. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, the reason I bring this up because COVID's kind of, you know, going by the wayside because everybody's back to normal, but I just want to remind people what they did to us and it's still going on. Yeah. You know, it says here, um, doctors sound alarm COVID vaccines are killing children and causing permanent damage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before the vaccines really got going, before they vaccinated children, the, the chance of a child getting COVID and dying from it was like almost nil. Right. It was almost nothing. Now the children who got these vaccines are die, dying by the droves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's, we're starting to see uh, deaths from vaccines. I had, um, well, it was a while ago, it was last summer. My, uh, oh, one of my doctors I see, uh, I can't remember what it was. He, he just mysteriously died. All of a sudden get a letter saying, and he was against COVID. He was against the vaccines and he just died. Huh. And, they, and they never explained why. But he was a wow. very prominent uh, doctor in the area I live in his field. And uh, we actually had a couple discussions with a couple of my appointments. I really liked him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention the name. And next thing I know, he's not there anymore. He's dead. Yeah. And then I uh, last month in February, um, 
who was it? Um, oh, uh, my dentist. Um, he's not very old. He was probably in his mid fifties. I could say that because I'm in my most my mid sixties, so mid fifties doesn't seem very old. <laughs> but he uh, he just died. I got a letter that he no longer he took off on. He said he wasn't feeling good. Took off. He was gone for like a month. They brought some other dentist to take his place, and now he's died. He was vaccinated. Yeah. See. So it's just um, what did I see over um, four hundred. Three or four, I could be wrong. I'm going off memory on this one. Three or four hundred soccer players or football players, they call them. Right. Um, have died or gotten severely ill in the last six months to a year in the mm -hmm. soccer world. Yeah, mostly in Europe. Yeah, mm -hmm. these athletes are just dropping like flies. Yeah. You know, and uh, so, not just them, but there's football, high school football players in this country. Yeah, they're just dying because they got the shots. And who else? Um, uh, you know what? I don't understand is um, did the NFL players in this country not take the uh, the shot? Oh, they did. Of, did they? Well, yeah. none. Of, did any of them drop dead on the field? I not that I know of. Unless maybe one of the, somebody in the audience can email us, let us know. Yeah, maybe oh. um, maybe they they all got placebos. I don't know, but. Um, it and would then, look really bad if they started doing that. Oh, yeah. But then a lot of uh, basketball players, I know not a lot, but some have, you know, just fainted on the court. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Then baseball, too. You haven't heard of anybody, you know, running mm -hmm. the third base and dropping dead on the line right there, you know. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that would be interesting to look at and see if uh, somehow they finagled not getting it. Well, but uh, yeah, and if if they uh, if that happens, we'll have to do this. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh, uh barely. Oh, it was a horn, an air horn. <laughs> oh, this this uh, service has given us some sound effects now. Yeah. So, well, one of the anyway. other things that's happened that um, is, I got an article here. Um. Let's see. Come on. It's from Israel News. Um, lockdown seen number of Israelis diagnosed with psychiatric disorders jumped by 60%. Yeah. Yeah. So that nobody's talking about that, that uh, the psychiatric part of being locked down, losing your jobs, being inundated with false scare tactics for two years can't see your family, can't see your friends, can't do anything. It's having a huge, it had a huge effect on a lot of people and families. Yeah, that's right. I guess I'm bringing this up because I want our audience not to forget what the Democrats in our country did to us. That's right. And not forget just because they're all for the war and, you know, Ukraine and supporting that. That's great. But to me, most of these politicians is they could care less about Ukraine and the people. They're worried about their own skin and their own futures and careers. And I just want to remind everybody what they did to us and what they're going to do again to us. With more lockdowns coming soon. If we let them. Yeah. If we let them. Yeah. So, so I think, I think if this happens again, Brian, I'm just going to go total rogue. 
Um, I'm not wearing a mask anywhere. If I'm told to leave, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm going to walk everywhere without a mask. And uh, Yeah, same here. You know, I might even get T-shirts that said not vaccinated. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we have to start committing civil disobedience when it comes to this. Yeah. You know, not quite breaking the law. And and those um, those mandates aren't laws anyway, so. No. When you break them, you're not really breaking a law. You're breaking a mandate, but a mandate's, you know, just way below law and things are, yeah. you know, where things are considered. So, yeah. So I think that everybody should start doing that, really. Um, yeah, you might get fined. You might get thrown in a pokey for a week. I know that in Canada, uh, when they were arresting some of the people that were protesting up in, against Trudeau and stuff, they were arresting them and taking them back to the station and saying, okay, you can go. Oh, really? Yeah, I've heard stories about that uh, and read stories and heard testimonies online, uh, you know, uh, videos. And, uh, you know, one guy said that, yeah, they beat me up out there, but they took me back to the police station. They wanted me to sign something. He goes, I don't care. I'm going to go to jail. Don't, I'm not signing anything. And so they let him go. So, hmm. yeah. Wow, that's good. Yeah, for sure. I know. So, so it's we're just living in weird times. You know, we're actually living in the times that the Bible talks we would live in in the last days. It's not really mm-hmm. weird. It's it was it was foreseen by the prophets and by Yeshua. All right. You know, All right. it's mm-hmm. exactly it's happening exactly the way the Bible said it would happen. Yeah, that's right. So, and I would just encourage everybody, and I've said this before, and I'll probably say, keep saying it. Right now, we have food, mostly, most of the countries, but it, things can change really quick overnight, Dave. Yeah. And I would encourage everybody to stock up on food, stock up on ammo, stock up on water. And I would encourage you also not to tell people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Don't keep it quiet to yourself unless it's family members, of course, you know, but even be careful with family members, you know, uh, of course you want to take your family members, but people, when they're starving and hungry and they're going to die from hunger and starvation or they're going to be out on the cold, get desperate. Right. So take care of your immediate family first, you know, and your grandkids and all, all that kind of stuff. But you got to be careful not to say, "Hey, yeah, I got a, I got a year's supply of food in my garage." <laughs> don't say that. Right. You know, don't say I've got a bunch of guns and ammo. I'm waiting for this. You, you, be, be, be careful, folks, and just, just be careful because people change and they get desperate, and they're, they, a good person, backed into a corner, will do whatever they can to survive. That's right. And I would also say, you know, um, if you have family members that are uh, in your circle that are living close by to you, have a game plan, have an emergency plan that if something happens, you're going to do this, that, and the other thing. Yeah. You know, and also, um, which I bought, um, buy some uh, small walkie-talkies. I call them walkie-talkies, but portable radios. (laughs) Walkie-talkies, that's Mm -hmm. old-fashioned. you know, portable, they sell them at Home Depot. You have a 20-mile range. You don't need something to talk to somebody in another state. But if your husband or your your wife or your kid is 
at a movie or just a few miles away and the cell towers go out because they've been hacked, you can still contact them. That's right. You know, uh, I, it's mm-hmm. weird. We live in a time where you got to think like this now. Yeah. got to think like this. And it's going to get stranger and weirder and it's going to get harder and harder as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just Another- a fact. In Matthew 24, Jesus called it birth pains. Yep. So, and this is the beginning of them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, another thing to stock up on Brian too is um, potassium iodide. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy it on eBay or uh, you can buy it on um, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, you buy the um, 65 milligram tablets. Mm-hmm. And if we ever have a nuclear accident, and that's all I'm going to call it, <laughs> a nuclear accident. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, you know, if if you know it's been around you or it's the fallout's coming your way, you just take two tablets a day for 10 days and it keeps your, uh, it fills your uh, thyroid up with uh, the good thyroid and prevents the radioactive thyroid from getting in there and it just passes through your body and leaves. But uh, anyway, so uh, you get it fairly cheap and uh, you just get a couple of bottles of, uh, 65 milligrams and uh you know it uh it'll help out where, where do you I, buy that on oh, you, you can get it on ebay you can get it on amazon you can get it at, from vitamin stores and stuff like what's that. it called uh potassium iodide oh potassium iodide i didn't hear that okay yeah so it's um let's see i think it's k ki is uh the, the, the uh, scientific symbol for it, you know, on the periodic mm-hmm. table. K for potassium and I for iodide, so P- KI. Mm-hmm. And it's usually 65 milligrams, but it's, uh, you know, <clears throat> the last batch I bought expired. We never used them, but at least we had them just in case. Yeah. You know, and you can, and they're cheap enough to you can buy them for family members and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so it's another thing to keep in mind. And, uh, you know, I heard years ago that you don't eat anything that was in a can after such an accident. Although I don't know why. Uh, and I don't see anything mentioned of that nowadays. Um, but um, eating out of things that are stored in plastic and stuff. I know that a lot of people have storage stuff that they bought. You know, it's in the big plastic tubs, the five gallon mm-hmm. tubs. And those things are excellent. You could feed a lot of people with those if you got enough of them. Right. And, uh, so that's another thing to have. And, uh, of course, ammunition and guns because people are eventually going to find it. When they see that they're losing weight and you're not, <laughs> you yeah. know, or, the, or their family's sick and yours isn't, they're going to want to know why. And they're going to come investigating. And, uh, you know, firing a shot up in the air is really good at uh, dispersing a crowd. So, um, yeah. anyway, so it's it's a shame that I never thought in my life I'd be talking about stuff like I know, this. me too. this always happened in other countries yeah you know uh, one of the things i heard oh sorry dave no it's okay go ahead um is also you know people want to hunker they're going to hunker down in their homes and or wherever they live and have enough food to last maybe for a while till things calm down but at the same time you need to have a bug out patch sure Mm-hmm. And you need to be mobile because you may not want to stay at your home. It may be dangerous at your home. 
Right. And you may want to get in your car and get out and mm-hmm. get out of the, like the big cities and get out. Maybe you have family lives in the country in a cabin or just get out. And right. Because you, you might have food to say live for a year where you're at. But if you're running out of food, if you've got food, like Dave said, your neighbors don't and they find out you're going to want to get out of there. Yeah. You're going to want to, right. you're going to want to read you want to read the situation around you with your neighbors and your, and the people around you. You want to, you want to have a radio, a battery operated radio to find out what's going on. And if it looks like, you know, Hey, wherever you live is not going to be safe because they're doing martial law. They're going to shut the roads down and you're going to be trapped. You want to get in your car and literally five minutes and be gone. Mm-hmm. And and don't bring stuff. Just bring food and clothes, medical supplies, ammunition, guns, things like that. You don't want to. The family heirlooms are going to have to stay. You got to right. travel light and have clothes for all weather conditions and get out. Uh, you want to be mobile. I guess what I'm trying to say mm. is you can have a unless you have a shelter out in the middle of nowhere and you're 50 feet below the surface, you're not going to be 100% safe staying at home. Right. You know, that's so, true. It's true. And, you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, cause people turn into animals in times like this. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you said, and, um, you know, people that you thought you could trust for years, you could trust for years, but not in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, you know, I've thought about a lot of things, posting sentries down at the, at the beginning of our neighborhood. So people can't get up here. You know, that would be one good thing to do. Um, you know, you always got to be proactive and thinking about that's, you know, <clears throat> that's why I like to read books about battle mm-hmm. and about and specifically about generals, uh, because <clears throat> they're the ones that come up with all these maneuvers and stuff that um, have worked over the years, you know, and um, if you can kind of get into their minds. Remember, remember um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Patton. Yeah, I saw it was a great movie. Do you remember, uh, and I think it was El Alamein when, uh, when Patton finally took over and, and mounted an offensive against the Germans and, uh, he blew the Germans away. And, and that's what was a t- turning tide that led to the Germans leading, leaving North Africa. But anyway, um, he made a comment in that book and he really made it in real life. And he said, pardon the French. He said, damn it, Rommel, I read your book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I read your book. I know how you how you operate. I know what makes you tick, you know. And uh, so I, I think it's really important to read books like that <clears throat> and to get acquainted with uh, with tactics and especially um, maybe reading books about uh, Russian philosophy or Chinese philosophy or, or even communist philosophy, <clears throat> you know, and get get in the minds of these people and see what makes them tick and. Mm-hmm. And everything else, and uh, you, you might find it very valuable someday. And uh, what was that Chinese guy? He wrote The Art of War. Um, that might be a good book to read, too. Mm-hmm. Or it might have been Japanese. I don't remember. But um, so anyway, yeah. it's really getting off. No, um, it's 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 a good idea. Yeah. What I wanted to spend a little time on, uh, Brian, is um, I've been uh, – I, I find – I don't know if I find weirdness or weirdness finds me. Okay. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, but, um, 
maybe like like what do they say like uh, like people attract one another i don't know but anyway um <clears throat> so i was looking one day and uh, just looking for strangeness in this world you know and and found this topic and you know folks before you laugh let's let's get this out of the way i'm not saying that it's real i'm saying that it's interesting okay and with all the stuff that's going on nowadays it's even more interesting um and the topic is uh staircases being found out 30 miles out in the woods where nobody goes it's just a set of staircases and um i know this started out as a as a rumor but these things have been found i've seen pictures of them and um and you know people have really weird vibes when they go near them and when they go to the top of them they have really strange experiences and um some of them we've even kind of seen like into another dimension but anyway um and then you know going from there i i, I typed in naturally i type in cern because i'm convinced that cern is there to open up um open up other to other dimensions and uh, that they're bringing things into this dimension from from other dimensions and that they've opened up a door that they can't quite shut let's put it that way and um and I noticed that uh, on a number of occasions when CERN is fired up, very strange-looking thunderstorms open up right above the CERN facility with, uh, you know, clouds forming and, and the lightning inside the cloud <laughs> and everything. And um, something that's not really natural is going on there, maybe supernatural, okay? And, um, and also... Um, other videos that I've watched and, and look pretty real... Um, of course I can't verify them, but you know, you look, you look at them five or six times and you go, sometimes you'll say, oh, well, you know, well, there's a little string on the UFO, you know, or something like that. You can pick out the fakeness in a video. Um, although that's getting harder by the day, it seems, but, uh, there's another series of videos showing clouds starting to circle up in the, in a clear blue sky and, um, and forming what looks like a vortex. And then a little light going up and going into the vortex and then the vortex just disappearing. To me, that's a portal. That's an entry from another dimension into ours or from ours into another. <clears throat> and that's always been my speculation that, um, that UFOs are transportation devices. Right? I mentioned that earlier for fallen angels, um, to enter into our reality. But, um, <clears throat> so. This, this stair thing is really is really perplexing because um, uh, this one story, this group of stories comes from a, a guy that used to work for, I think it was the Forest Service, or he they contracted with the Forest Service, and they would rescue for uh, lost people out in the woods. And sometimes they'd find people, and other times they wouldn't, of course. But um, these guys walk through the woods and they find these staircases there and, and it perplexes them. They don't know why they're there. And when something looks perplexing, a lot of times people will climb onto those things. Well, he's, he tells stories about people that have climbed onto them and have seen different things or felt different uh, feelings like uh slowed down time. One guy went up the, if I remember correctly, went up a, a group of stairs and um, <clears throat> he, uh, when he came down, it was two hours later. And he thought he was only up there for like five minutes. Wow. So, so he lost time. And that's a common um, thing that happens with, with alien abduction and UFO uh, experiences and stuff like that. Um, and those things I do believe are real too, but they're just not from other worlds. 
Um, check out my book. Um, uh, <laughs> every time I do this, I forget the name of it. Unholy Communion. Um, uh, the UFO Phenomena. And it's a long subtitle. Um, and it talks all about this stuff. And I don't want to go into it very much. But um, <clears throat> anyway, there's something weird going on. And it seems like up until maybe 2000 and 14, 2012, maybe let's just say. And I'm not saying that the Mayan calendar ending had anything to do with this, okay? Because there are other Mayan calendars that go to 35, uh, 3500 AD. So, um, they just happened to capitalize on that one and made it seem like Doomsday was coming in 2012. Uh, but, um, it's, um, What's interesting is that uh, right around the time, 2012, maybe a little earlier, a little later, things just started to get weird. Um, well, first of all, 2008, who, who would have thought that a country that was attacked, supposedly, by um, by Islamic terrorists would put a Islamic person in the, into the presidency of the United States? That's weird. Yeah. You know, that's weird. That, that's counterculture and goes against everything that America's ever stood for. But it happened. Um, and then you get things like the uh, the Mandela effect. And I don't know. I, I still wonder about that. But where, where things have changed. And um, uh, Brian, you know, where it says that uh, in the scripture, it always I always thought it said the lion will lay down with the lamb. And I don't know what you've read in the Bible in the years past uh, regarding that scripture. It talks about the, the, the millennial period. And the the sheep will uh, the lion will eat grass and stuff mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and uh, I always thought it said the lion will lay down with the lamb but if you look in your Bible now it's the lion will lay down with the wolf uh, excuse me the lamb will lay down with the wolf where the wolf will lay down with the lamb and uh, I've never seen that before but you know it's possible that I, all the times that I've read it I've read it differently I don't know uh, and uh, how do you remember it I thought it was a lion will lay down with a lamb or a child would be able to touch a scorpion and not be hurt. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's I heard the same thing. thing. The wolf thing I've never heard before. Yeah. Well, that's what all this, all the scriptures say now. Um, and even Bibles that you've had for years and years and years say it. So uh, it makes you wonder if, if, you know, something has been tweaked in the universe or whatever. And, um, and just a lot of weird stuff going on. Um, you know, why would this country turn from a republic or a democratic republic and seeking those values to almost overnight being pro-communist, it seems like, or that the pro-communists have almost taken over when they're the minority? That doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's almost like we draw in little sections of other um, dimensions. And, you know... Call me a crank. Call me a weirdo. Okay. Won't be the first time. Won't be the last. But um, just something is not right with the universe. Let's put it that way. And um, when you look at, when you, when you take into account that the, um, Brian, your screen is frozen and it's, it's you got oh, your it finger up by, by your eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like you're you're going oh good he's going off on this stuff again. No no <laughs> no I know it's just funny the way it looked. 
Um, oh. But <laughs> totally. on my side, it's not frozen. Yeah, that happens to us. But when in the recording, it's usually normal. So praise yeah, the Lord yeah. for that. But um, but you know when you realize that uh, there you go, you're back. Um, the uh, if the Nazis were able to uh, play around with time, and if that that technology does exist, you know it's not going to be used for good. It's mm-hmm. always going to be used for evil. Um, and I firmly believe, and I know you do too, uh, Brian, that God's, God's history, Yahweh's history timeline is written out and it can't be changed. Right. So, and if uh, changes are made, they're already accounted for and they're recorded as being what's normal. So it's, um, but anyway, uh, a weird little thing occurs in the 10th chapter of Revelation and, uh, it says now now let's let's set up a scenario here that mankind can time travel okay um i don't know i'm a little iffy on it but let's just say, say it it can happen we'll we'll be science fiction guys for a few days for a few minutes anyway um and that they actually try to go forward in time and 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 stop the return of jesus um or go back in time and try to do something to prevent him from from uh, ascending to the uh, from coming to Earth when and it did happen several times. Satan tried to change the timeline or the ancestry line and stuff like that, um, or kill off all the Hebrew children and stuff. Um, but um, so let's say that you know in our wildest imagination that it happens, and uh, the Lord has taken that into account. I do believe because it says in somewhere in the tenth uh, chapter of uh, Revelation. That the sixth angel, uh, just before the pronouncing of the seventh angel, that an angel stands on the shoreline, I think it says, and he says, time will be no longer. And when you look at that scripture, and I know I've brought this up in this show millions of times, um, but it actually means something that existed doesn't exist anymore and it's been changed into something else. That's what that word means in the Greek. There's no getting around it. Um, so, uh, so mankind develops this and he's trying to screw around with time. Let's just say, and the Lord says, okay, well, I'm going to up what you want and I'm just going to eliminate time altogether. Bam. It's gone. You know? So all these people that are traveling through time, God knows where they go, you know, or anyway, um, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but, um, so if that, if that technology does exist, then bringing creatures or people or, events in from other um, uh, dimensions isn't too far away from that. So is it happening? Yeah, maybe. Um, is there evidence? Sort of. <laughs> you know, I don't know how to... In my mind, I believe that it's happening. Okay? In, in my heart, I believe it's happening. But I don't want anybody to, to come to that conclusion without doing the research themselves. You know? And um, you may do the research and go, no, 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 that's just not that way. And if you do, write to me and tell me, and we'll we'll form a friendship and agree to disagree. Um, but if if you if you study it and you and you realize it, and then we'll you know we'll uh, we'll have a meeting of the minds or something like that. But it's not gospel, okay? It is not gospel, and we don't teach it here as doctrine, okay? It's just a what if, and. Uh, <clears throat> Brian, do you have any thoughts on that or 
uh, a thought. Uh, it totally blow you out of the water. <laughs> my next. Okay. Um, actually, time travel. Okay, let me back up. Dimensions. Dimensions are in the scripture. Different dimensions. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there's at least two we know for sure. Where we live mm-hmm. and heaven. That's right. There's two dimensions for sure. Einstein, I think, said there's 11 or 14. I don't remember exactly, but he said there's quite a few different dimensions. Right. So um, the Bible is very clear and says the things that are seen are temporary. The things that are unseen are eternal or last forever. forever. Right. So what is this unseen thing that lasts forever? Why can't we see it? Because mm-hmm. it's in another dimension. Right. Um, it mentions hell in the scripture many, many times. Uh, by the way, Jesus talked more about hell than he did heaven. Because mm-hmm. some people get like, we can't talk about hell. It's too depressing. And you don't talk about it in church. But That's right. Jesus talked about it a lot. The second thing he mm-hmm. talked about a lot was heaven. And yeah. coming back. And hell, we know from the scriptures, especially in the Old Testament, that hell is in the middle of the earth. Something, I shouldn't say the middle of the earth. But somewhere in the middle, in the earth, they right. went down to Sheol alive. Jesus says, mm-hmm. I go into paradise. I take out many captives that come out with me, go down into paradise. I say that because we need to get out of um, what we were talking about. If you would have told me when I was growing up in the late 60s, early 70s, that we would be able to, be able to talk on a little device I could be anywhere in the wilderness on a mountain backpacking and I could talk on a phone to somebody. I'd say, you're crazy. We don't have that. We, we can't do that. How do we do that? We're, there's no cord. There's no, there's no telephone lines. How do you do that? Well, mm-hmm. now we know how to do it. So what we thought was not capable of happening or it was impossible years ago or just a few years ago, now is very possible. I say this because when it comes to not other dimensions, it mentions it in scripture, not directly, but it kind of does. And one of them is a revelation chapter four um, and chapter four in revelation. It says uh, it's John, John's on the Island of Patmos in the Mediterranean. And he's probably in his eighties. We don't know for sure, but he's older. He's the last living disciple apostle left. Everybody else has been killed and butchered and martyred. And he's put there to retire on an island. It's his 401k. He's doing his 401k uh, club. He's at Club Med in the Mediterranean on the beach. Every day, you know, eating, you know, coconuts and pineapples and bananas. So he's there and the Lord comes to him and shows him the vision. And the first part of the first three chapters, as as you know, Dave, is about Uh the seven churches of Asia Minor. And he goes through each church and talks about it and, you know, and talks about the churches. Then in chapter four, he says in verse one, he says, and after these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. And now remember, he's on the earth at this point. And then he says, right. after these things, after what things? After these seven churches he's talking about, he says, I see a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice, which I had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, come up here. Come up where he's on. He's on an island. He's he's actually being guard guarded by I think by the Romans. I think 
Uh And he's being being guarded. He can't go anywhere. But he says, come up here. I will show you what must take place after these things. After what things? The things in the previous chapters. Right. Immediately, I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne was standing in heaven. And the one sitting on the throne, he who has the sitting was like a jasper stone and a sardis in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, like an emerald in appearance. Around the throne were 24 thrones. And upon those thrones, I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white garments and golden crowns on their heads. I don't want to get a big study about all that. My point is, he was on the earth, and now he's not. Mm -hmm. He's in the spirit, it says. What's more, well, it's just say for argument's sake, well, he's in the spirit. So he was dreaming, daydreaming. It couldn't be real, you know. He was. He saw vision, but it says he was in the spirit. What spirit was mm-hmm. he in? Was he in the human spirit? Was he in a type of antichrist spirit? No, he was in the Holy Spirit, the Son of God living in him in the Holy Spirit. He was in the spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. And the things that are seen are temporary. Our body is temporary. It's seen. We physically see it. But we have a supernatural body. If you're a born-again believer tonight and you're listening and watching me, whatever happens to you on this earth, what awaits you is eternity in heaven. And you'll have a supernatural physical body that you'll be able to walk and talk and eat food and converse and do things. How do I know this? Because Jesus had one after his resurrection. Look it up in the Gospels. He, he ate fish with the disciples. He caught fish for them, had them already prepared. I'm saying this because John was taken up into another dimension. Heaven. Heaven's right. the dimension. That, And by the way, that's time travel. He saw things that haven't even happened yet. Right. In our future. He was taken, in, he was taken into the future of our earth history. That hasn't even happened yet. That's time mm-hmm. travel. I'm yeah. putting up my Bible on the screen here, folks. So is time travel, can it happen? Yeah, it actually happened here. I don't know how we did it. I don't know how God did it. I, I don't know all the ins and outs about it. Uh, if, if man lives long enough on the earth, and he maybe probably already has the technology to time travel. I don't know. Yeah, We don't be. really know because these are secret programs if they are out there, and they're not going to tell us. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But I do know in the scripture, John was taken at the age of 80-ish up into heaven and saw the future that's even beyond our future. Because the, the book of Revelation, after chapter 3, up until chapter 4, has already happened. After chapter 3 and 4 and beyond, hasn't happened yet. It's the only part of the Bible that hasn't been actually happened yet. Right. So John's taken up into our future, into another dimension called heaven. (laughs) Um, What else can happen? Um, um, Enoch lived three, I think, three hundred years and pleased God, and God was so pleased with him, He took him. Yeah. Literally took him into heaven. Mm -hmm. Elijah was taken up in a fiery chariot. In a whirlwind. Yeah. A whirlwind. Um, into what it, this chariot or this wheel, whatever it was, came out of nowhere into the physical sky 
and took him up and it disappeared. Did he disappear because he went out of sight? No, they disappeared because he went into another dimension. Right. So, um, and I'll go back to it again. As a believer, you have to think, you don't want to twist scripture because then you're a heretic and you're changing scripture. And the, the last verses in Revelation said, who but changes the words of this prophecy, he will have no part of the book, you know, the book of life. You know, these judgments will be upon him, paraphrasing. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that because I would never go there. What I am saying is that as a believer, our, now I'm getting in another subject I don't want to get too far into because I'll go forever. There's different denominations of Christianity. What's bad about that is it locks you into thinking a certain way. Right. And you miss what the scripture really is saying about a particular verse. That's where cults are born from. Mm-hmm. So we don't, as believers, want to be in a box. We want God to show us the scriptures by digitally studying the scriptures, looking them up in the Greek and the Hebrew and studying them, reading commentaries, but you got to be careful about the commentaries because people give their own opinions. Mm-hmm. But there's more to the Christian life than we know. And when we finally get to heaven, God's going to show us, this is what you could have had. Right. You did really good. But this whole other section of the Christian life, you completely missed it. And I know another passage in Acts, and uh, I can't remember the chapter, but Philip, uh, he met a man on his travels, I think it was a eunuch, and he led this man to the Lord. And as soon as he got down from baptizing this guy in a river, I think it was the Jordan, could be wrong, all of a sudden, I think it was Philip, was transported 30 miles away, and he ends up 30 miles away instantly. Right. So is that, that's a, he got transported. Was he in another dimension? What happened? What happened between point A and point B? Did he go in another dimension and come out? I don't know. But things are possible. Things are definitely possible. And in First um, Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 11, I think to 18, that's the actual rapture. And we don't know when that's going to happen. But it talks about a trumpet. It talks about the voice of an archangel. It said the dead in Christ will rise first and who will remain will be caught up in the clouds. Your body will be transformed to be able to fly into another dimension. And um, there's, there's, um, I mean, the prophets, the minor prophets, the major prophets, all of them had visions and dreams and they saw things that they couldn't see with the physical eye because they were in another dimension. So God would show them what is real in mm-hmm. all the stuff that's going on in the world right now. Everything we've talked about is temporary. It's temporary. Right. Our sufferings as bad as they might be are temporary. And one of these days, God's going to come back and fix everything. And by the way, as far as politics, not politics, earth politics, but heavenly politics, dictatorship is actually the way to go. And you're thinking, what in the world is Brian just said? (laughs) Because 
when Jesus comes back, and you mentioned it, Dave, during the millennium, he rules the earth with a rod of iron for a thousand years. He's a dictator. Mm-hmm. But the thing with Yeshua that man can't do is man can't be a righteous dictator because we're evil. Man's heart is full of evil continually, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Romans talks about it. So that's why no man or woman could ever rule people and be fair 100% of the time and be loving and kind to them 100% of the time because right. of the sin nature. And even in the best of us, our believers couldn't do that. But mm-hmm. Yeshua or Jesus, Messiah, can do that because he has no sin in him, no ulterior motives in him. His his thoughts toward us are pure and good and kind. He wants nothing but the best for us 24-7. He's not corrupted by money and greed and power. He's above mm-hmm. all that. So he's able That's to true. rule the whole earth with a rod of iron and be the righteous king and the loving king, because he's not influenced by anything but the love of the father for him. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's a, dictatorships in other forms are evil and bad. But right. in the form that Jesus can do it, he's the only one that can do it. Mm-hmm. He's the only one that can rule. Nobody's going to come up to Jesus in the millennium and say, why'd you do that? I don't agree with that. You were True. wrong. Very true. Uh, why, why is a tree of life? Can't we have more than just one one tree of life? Can't we have like a plum tree and a peach tree and an apple tree? Why do we have to have just one tree? I don't think anybody's mm-hmm. going to be coming up to him and arguing about anything. No. <laughs> and they're not going to doubt him because he's he's sinless Messiah. So mm-hmm. as far as going back to what you said, Dave, about different dimensions – I know Einstein talked about it. I know Chuck Missler talked about it right. um, um, in detail. Um, and it, it talks about it in the scriptures uh, that there's a, a spiritual war that we can't see going on in the heavenlies. It says it all over the place. So, yeah, there's more than one thing that we can see. And that's why in the scriptures, Jesus himself said, you know, be alert, be sober minded. You know, don't you know? That what's going on around you is, is is he's he was trying to get the disciples to quit thinking so earthly. He kept mentioning, he, Jesus kept talking about heaven all the time. My right. Father in heaven, my Father in heaven, and heaven. This, if you want to be great in heaven, you want to you need to be the least on the earth to be the greatest in heaven. So, um, our great hope tonight for anybody watching or listening is that. Jesus is is in control with the Father, and everything is going to end up exactly the way that they want it when it's all done. And that's Jesus ruling and reigning over the earth, and us ruling and reigning with him as believers. It's in uh, Revelation chapter 21, I think it's 21, no more death, no more sickness, no more crying, no more pain, no more tears. It's all been wiped away. All things we made new. Mm-hmm. Cool, huh? Yeah, yeah, very cool. You know, um, getting back to that real quick, um, the Nazi bell. Um, from what I've read, is that uh, well, the the whole project was overseen by a general named Hans Kommler. Hans Kommler, excuse me, Hans Kommler, 
Tell and, me an apple pie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> an apple cobbler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hungry now. Yeah. Um, and uh, supposedly there was three of them, from what I understand. And uh, he went there to actually to order the troops to kill all the scientists. And because uh, he didn't want the knowledge getting out to the allies. And uh, when the allies got there, there were there was no Nazi bell there. It was gone and or they were gone. And the interesting thing is, uh, I think it was in 1965 in uh, Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, an object crashed. And when the, uh, the locals went to see it, it said it looked like an acorn, kind of like a Nazi bell. <laughs> and, huh. uh, and then the army carted it off and said it was a Russian satellite that crashed to Earth, of course, you know. Um, so did Hans Kammler make it back to Earth? And if they, he did, or back to Earth, I mean, to our time. And if he did, was it instantaneous for him? And uh, what kind of was he alive first of all? Or what kind of secrets did they get from him? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, in um, this happened in the 2000s somewhere. Um, Jim was really involved in this, and uh, it was um, in Stevensville, the area of Stevensville, Texas. I don't know if you remember reading about that. They called them the Stevensville Lights. Mm-hmm. And man, there was a flap of UFOs down there that was out of this world and <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, but he, uh, there was a, a constable down there and I guess that's like a sheriff or a, a police officer in the rural areas and, uh, reported seeing two, uh, two globes and inside the globes, he said it looked like there were bells in there. And, uh, so he recorded it actually on videotape and, <laughs> Make a long story short, I, me and Linda Moulton Howe did not have a good day when it came to that. Um, but, uh, so anyway, uh, and if you remember, the Air Force was all over that place trying to catch these things and never did. And I don't know if they were fell to the ground or just blinked out, but, um, well, I, I guess I can include a part of the story. So I, you know, I, I contact, supposedly she gave it the, uh, he gave the the videotape to a local reporter who gave it to Linda Moulton Howe, which, you know, uh, talk about mistakes. Let's see here. Big mistake. Okay. Um, and then, uh, so I contacted her and I said, listen, I'm not, I don't want to cause any trouble, but I really would like to have a copy of that tape if it's possible. First of all, she denied getting a tape. And then the second time I wrote her, she denied getting it. She affirmed getting a tape mm-hmm. and but said that uh, she couldn't really send it to me because it was all fuzzy and everything. She couldn't even make anything out in it. And I said, well, that's awful funny because uh, the reporter said that down in uh, Stevensville in that area said that she could make things out really good. And so did Leroy Gayton. And then, oh, I started getting this. Oh, you're picking on me. You're being mean, you know, and stuff like that. And, and I wrote it back. I'm not trying to be mean. I just want to get a copy of this, this tape. Please send it to me, you know, and I never heard from her again. But, uh, so, you know, just, you know, what was, what was in those two orbs that were large orbs that were floating in the sky that looked like bells? Were they the other two Nazi bells? Um, and they came back finally. <clears throat> Did they crash? Did the military get them or whatever? Um, because that was supposed to be really advanced technology. It involved red mercury 
spinning red mercury around one way and then another chamber spreading it around the other way, which caused the gravitational field uh, to form around the ship or around the acorn or the Nazi bell. And it actually became weightless. So, um, you know, so they, they had solved anti-gravity right there. And incidentally, that's the kind of technology they use in the, um, according to Standeo, that they use in the, uh, in the real man-made flying saucers, especially the triangles that we see nowadays. So, uh, you know, they have one on each corner of the triangle, each angle of the triangle, I should say. And, um, and they're able to make the ship, you know, level it out. And, uh, I asked him, I said, one day I asked Dan Dale because he supposedly was involved in all this. And, and I said, you know, what about the UFOs, you know, stopping abruptly, starting up and going a thousand miles an hour in the air or at a right angle real fast, you know? And he says, well, what the interesting thing about that is it changes the perception of time for the people that are in there and that what looks to you to be a split second turn takes them five minutes. Um, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So what they do is they slow down time, which in essence is time travel because you're, you're tweaking time. And, uh, so you kind of, that always kind of cleared up something for me, you know, kind of made, made it seem real to me that, that this is all true and everything. And, uh, so I should try to find him and see if he'll come back on someday. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting guy and a believer too. So, cool. yeah. So uh, we'll have to have him on if I can get a hold of him. But um, anyway, it looks like we've come to the end of our time. I know. Wow. Isn't that something? <laughs> it flew. Man. <laughs> time, wow. time travel. Accelerated time. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, uh, real quick, what's interesting about that is remember Yeshua said that <clears throat> unless I shorten time, that no flesh would survive. Mm-hmm. And that's why time will be shortened. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was start talking about the whole seven years being shortened a little bit, or if he was talking about eliminating time like that one scripture tends to, you mm-hmm. know, to, to point out. So there's, when it comes to that, it's just very interesting and it, it's going to take even more study. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess I should get my butt into gear and start working on that, but who, who has the time? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you got to make time. Hey, I got I retired to have time and I still don't have time. So <laughs> yeah, time will tell. Yeah. Uh, we, we could go on and on with that. <laughs> it's about time, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Well, we've run out of time. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. just temporarily this time. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay, I'm not gonna say more. Okay, yeah, me either. Because, um, well, folks, we want to thank you for coming to the show tonight. And mm-hmm. If you're if you're watching a recording or something, thank you for being here. Um, yeah. We try to get on every Monday. <clears throat> Sometimes we're prevented from doing that for uh, circumstances dictate, but um, we've been pretty faithful actually. And um, so, you know, if you want to watch this live, you can watch this live on Twitch on Twitter, or uh, I think now on Getter, too, um, at 7 o'clock Pacific on Monday nights. Uh, we started a little late tonight. Um, that's not your fault. It's just it's, it's our fault. So anyway, but there's no fault to be given, so what the heck. Um, anyway, folks, we want to thank you. Uh, thank you for being a good audience and and uh, and just loving us, and, and we love you guys, too. That's very important. 
Uh, love is always the answer. So, mm-hmm. Ryan, God bless you. Have a good weekend. Or good week, you, excuse me. Yeah, you too, Dave, and you too, audience. Thank you for watching and listening. <clears throat> Definitely. Okay, folks, God bless you. Have a wonderful week, and uh, we'll see you uh, Monday, if not sooner. Okay. Good night, y'all. Good night.